wanted to introduce you to a couple of gold level sponsors of top rated MMA and the Bearded Biz Show. Number one, Anglesey Family Chiropractic. They're in Coeur d'Alene where I'm at. They're also in Spokane Valley. I know I have a lot of fighters that follow our show and have been able to connect with fighters from that area. If you're a fighter, if you're at the gym or just need an adjustment, Dr. Craig Anglesey is your guy. Go check him out. He is in Coeur d'Alene and Spokane Valley. I also wanted to introduce you to Training is Ritual. They're an MMA apparel company based out of Alabama. They've got MMA gear for both men and women, accessories, rash guards, supplements. If you're into death metal, horror movies, leg locks, and MMA, this is the brand you want to go check out. They're an awesome apparel brand, high quality gear every time. Go check them out, trainingisritual.com. Chris, you're a coach, personal trainer, MMA fighter. Again, thank you so much, man, for taking time. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem, no problem at all. You, you just won your pro debut in under two minutes at uh, World Combat Fighting Championships. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Yeah, how did it feel to get that first pro win out of the way? Uh, it was more relief than anything. Like, it was okay. just, I just had to get, I just had to get that first one out of the way. That was more than anything. I didn't want to be that guy to, you know, to have uh, a loss in his first pro fight. I, I wanted to get a win straight off the bat. You get me? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to go back a little bit because you mentioned to me that you started fighting because you were had to defend yourself from being bullied and stuff. What was happening to you, man? What was going on? Um. Well, I'm autistic, so when okay. I was at school, uh, kids took advantage of the way that I spoke and the way that I acted, because obviously cause I've, I've got a mental disability. Um, you know, I'm going to act a little bit differently. I'm going to behave a little bit a little bit differently to uh, other kids, so a lot of kids took advantage of that, um, like took the piss out of me and different things like that, Met, called me names. Um, some kids even pushed me around, got physical, so, you know... Oh. I had, to, I had to do something about it, so uh, I learned uh, traditional jiu-jitsu when I was about seven years old, and from there I progressed into doing like competitive martial arts. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, how do you get through that mentally? I mean, there's so many people that deal with bullying all, all the time, and it just sucks. I can't believe that that's still a thing, but how did you get through that that transition away from that bullying mentally? Oh, it's a bit of gone now thinking about it, but yeah, um, it was more... It was more focusing on other things, as, as, as mad as that sounds like it. Sure. Like, at the time, I'm thinking, when I, was, when I was learning the martial arts and everything, I was thinking, oh, yeah, like, I'll, um, I have something to fight uh, back against the bullies. I have something to, you know, to make them afraid of me. But, you know, as I've grown up and I've realized, it was more uh, of a mental thing. It was more learning the martial arts, going to the classes and, uh, just, just getting my mind away from the negativity more than anything. You know, that's from my experiences of it. Uh, yeah. And also, um, I think what's good about learning how to fight is you don't need to. Sure. Yeah. That's. I think that's the best part about actually knowing how to fight because um, when I was a young kid and I didn't actually know how to fight, I got into a lot of fights, whereas I'm a grown man now and since I started training, I haven't been in one fight. I've had probably 20 um, opportunities to get into a proper fight. <laughs> I've never, I've never, I've never took one. I've never took one because I don't see the point. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you started out in uh, jujitsu as a young kid and that transition to MMA. What did your parents think when you're like, yeah, I want to go do this. I want to go get in the cage and go fight. <laughs> um, I saw a documentary when I was a kid. Um, it was some time when I was doing traditional jiu-jitsu. I saw a documentary. Um, it was on the special features of a, of a 
film that I watched. I think it was Red Belt, it was called. And it was uh, going in depth about um, the Gracies and uh, like the Valley Tudor days and different things like that. And I didn't know what mixed martial arts was at the time. So when I saw that, um, that documentary, I thought, like, wow, like, you can actually do that. Like, I didn't, I didn't, it wasn't a thing uh, back then. It was a bit, a bit more unknown back then. I didn't know that the UFC was a thing. I didn't know Pride was a thing. And sure. I watched that uh, documentary and I just thought, wow, I reckon I could do this. So from there, I thought, right, I'm, I'm going to go to all these different schools. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn how to box, kickbox. I'm going to learn how to do jiu-jitsu. Uh, because at the time, uh, before I started doing MMA, there wasn't really any MMA schools in my town. Okay. So I had to go to different martial arts schools across the town. Yeah, yeah. And you started back in 2013 as a 15-year-old. You had your first amateur fight. You snapped your shin in five seconds. Man, what the heck happened? And why did you decide to go back into this? Like most people would have just quit, called it quits right there. Um, as mad as it sounds, it was more of like an unfinished business sort of thing. Like yeah. um, I had a goal of... Um, of proving the bullies wrong. I had a goal of, um, I didn't want to be that guy that, that did something and gave up. I just didn't want to be that guy. I wanted to be that guy that started something mm. and pushed as hard as he could to, to get to you know the top of it. That was, that was my goal more than anything. Yeah. And, and also it's like, looking back on it, what else would I have done? Like fighting's my life, man just sure. is so as horrible as it were when i brought my leg man it was it was shit it was really really horrible it was scary i mean 15 years old too it was a proper horrific experience for me but it was one of them things i just had to i had to get back in there i had yeah. to get back in there and prove to myself that i could do it love that dude love that and I wanted to ask you about weight cutting because a lot of fighters, they cut so much weight, they get hurt, they get sick. And what's that process look like for you when you try to cut weight? Do you cut much weight for your fights? Um, so I've had 15 total full contact fights, um, 14 amateur, uh, one pro. So I've had, I've had 15. Okay. Um, out of them 15, I've done, I've done big cuts. I've done small cuts. And some of them I've not even done cuts. Oh, okay. um, from my experience as an, am as an amateur um, the worst cut I did was 11 kilos in 5 days so that's, what is that in pounds that's, that's 25 pounds I think, something around about I did that yeah. in 5 days that's wow. the biggest cut I've done and the smallest weight cut I've done was in 5 days 5 kilos Okay. it's the smallest weight cut I've done Yeah. Uh, my best advice to fighters because that 11 kilo cut that I did it I won the fight but I think it did affect my performance on that night like I took one shot to the head and at the time I didn't think anything was wrong but I watched the video back of the fight my legs were wobbling oh gotcha my legs were wobbling straight away and it wasn't even that hard of a shot from what I remember sure. um and also it just I just think your timing's off when, when you cut that much weight. Like, I, I, don't, I don't think you're really there, if you get me. Mm -hmm. Like, it affects you. Plus, it fucks with your stamina. It yeah. really fucks with your stamina. Um, so, I really don't recommend massive weight cuts <laughs> fighters. I really don't. Plus, um, it's horrible. Like, why put yourself through that? Like, I know a lot of guys can do it, 
they can get an advantage. Some guys can do it easier than others, but honestly, it's just a fucking sport. Like, um, my best recommendations to just do, you know, like around ten percent or less of your body weight. Okay. Like, don't go like beyond that, in my opinion. Or if anything, um, try not to cut as much. All I mean, I know it's a tough one because everybody's doing it. That's the yeah. issue with it. Yeah. Like, um, if I don't cut to 66, I have to fight at uh, 70 kilos. So that's that's lightweight. If I don't fight at featherweight, I have to fight at lightweight. There's some fucking massive lightweights out there. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And at featherweight, they're fucking massive nowadays too. Right. So it's one of them things. It's either get the weight off and suffer, or you're going to be at a disadvantage in the fight. It's a lose-lose situation if you think about it either way. <laughs> Yeah, totally. You're braver than I, man. I love being on this side of the cage. So thank you for what you do, man. Yeah, definitely. Uh, from my experiences, uh, fighting's easy. Training's awesome. It's, it's fucking weight cutting, mate. That's you get rid of that. This sport's a thousand, thousand times better, honestly. Right. Gosh, man, that's. All. Do you ever get scared or like have fear come over you? What do you mean in before fighting? Yeah, before fight, like uh, if you're backstage. Uh, some fights, yeah, some fights, no. Like, I'll be honest, some fights, yeah, some fights, no. Okay. Um, but it depends on what you mean by fear. Like, yeah. It's a weird one, that. Sure. Like, every single fight I've done, I've been afraid, but it's what you're afraid of. Oh, yeah. That's the question. Um, my first ever fight, I was fucking afraid of everything. I'm not okay. going to lie. That one when I was 15 years old and I snapped my leg. Yeah, I was that hyped up before because I was terrified of everything. I was terrified of the crowd. I was terrified of the guy we were fighting. <laughs> we're fucking, that's why I kicked him so hard and broke my leg because I was fucking terrified. Sure. Um, but like recent fights, I'm not. I'm not scared necessarily. I won't say scared. Sure. I'd say cautious. I'd say cautious more than anything. Like, okay. there's a lot on the line. Like, especially for that last fight I've done. If yeah. I lost that fight, you know what I mean? I'm a fucking bum. That's the way it would have been if I lost that fight. You don't, no one gives a shit about your amateur record. So right. I lost that first pro fight. You know, that would have been the end for me pretty much. So backstage, for that last fight, I was throwing up backstage. I was sure. really nervous. I wasn't scared of the opponent yeah. at all. I wasn't scared of getting hurt. I wasn't scared of anything. It was just the fuck, like... This this is this means a lot. Like I have to win this. Like this is the mm -hmm. start. So yeah, I'm scared, but I'm more scared about failure. Failure, I'd say, is the fear. Yeah, yeah. Failure, hear, disappointment. Right. I mean, you hear Donald Cerrone. He pukes every time before he goes out to the cage, man, yeah. and all these big name fighters, <laughs> and you know, it's like. But I can't imagine, man. That's crazy. It. How did you get the nickname Crazy? Ah, right. So my original coach, Rob Friedman, because uh, I used to train at a different gym. I used to train at Blackburn Predators uh, here in Blackburn. Okay. Uh, don't train there anymore. Um, some stuff came up, um, but you know, I'm still I'm still cool with them all. But sure. I just train at Manchester now. But anyways, um, Rob, my original trainer, he he gave me that nickname, and it was because um, of how uh, different I was when I when I was in the gym. Like, cause I'm autistic and. I'm basically all over the place. Like, okay. I don't, I don't say things like a normal person would say. I don't, I don't do things like normal people. So, 
he just he just thought, oh, you're 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 a crazy you're a crazy kid. Because um, there was another Chris at the gym at the time, and they called him Big Chris. Oh, okay. he was big, big and strong. So yeah. they couldn't they couldn't just call me Chris. They had to say uh, little Chris, but little Chris didn't really work. So I weren't I weren't that little. I was tall. So sure. I was like, all right, then Crazy Chris. We'll call you Crazy Chris because you're a crazy fucker. But like, <laughs> okay, then I'm uh, I'm Crazy Chris from now on. Then I guess. <laughs> uh, and it just stuck it just stuck from there and yeah. you watch a lot of my fights after fights I do some bizarre things so I guess it's fitting sure yeah that's awesome <laughs> now your girlfriend Megan Morris she's been on my show and uh, she's an absolute badass it, yeah, how, do you, how do you guys separate that personal relationship and the professional relationship when you're training together in the gym it's very difficult yeah <laughs> I'm not gonna lie it's very difficult think about it uh, yeah. I was going to say we're both professional fighters now. Megan's not had a pro debut yet, but she right. will when this coronavirus shit's over. She probably will have a pro debut. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're both professional fighters. It's, it's really hard because all we do is this sport. When we wake up, even now that uh, we're in isolation because of the virus, sure. we're getting up every day. We're, you know, we're training at home. We're trying to go on runs. Uh, we're trying to eat right. It's very difficult, but yeah, we're trying to eat right. <laughs> right. Um, and it, here's the thing: when we hold pads for each other, this is the this is the thing that um, that's difficult because we're boyfriend and girlfriend. We need to almost remember that when we're training. Yeah. Or or almost forget it. I don't know. It's weird. Um, like I hold pads for Megan. Because I'm a coach at the end of the day. I, I'm, I'm a personal trainer. When I right. hold pads for somebody, I want them to do things right. If I see Megan do a mistake, I'll bring it up. But because she's my girlfriend, and you pro probably everybody understands this if they have a, a boyfriend or a girlfriend, sure. uh, there's comfort involved. So if I say something to Megan, like, um, or your hands down a little bit, for example. I mean, a lot of the time, Megan's technique's like spot on. I'm not going to lie, it's spot on. But there's very rare occurrences where I'll see something like... Uh, Oh yeah, if you just put your foot here, you know, something like that. Yeah. Because it's me saying that. <laughs> you get me? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, don't do it. You don't listen. <laughs> but but somebody else will say it. Yeah. She'll listen. It's because it's because there's comfort and vice versa. If Megan's sure. holding pads for me, we're comfortable with each other. Yeah. I think I think that's what it is. Anyway, so it's it's hard. It's hard to. Um, we're just Megan and Chris, you know, in the gym and out of the gym, really. But we don't really change. Sure. Yeah. We don't really change at all. Um, yeah, fighting's <laughs> your life. There's no real way around it, to be fair. Right. I've had a few couples on my show, and they've kind of said there's not really that separation. It's really hard to because we just do it in life yeah. and we do it in training, and that's pretty rad, man. Uh, what do we do, man? That's all we do. Right. Yeah. Uh, when are you looking to get back in the cage? Obviously, this coronavirus thing's going on, but uh, are you trying to get back in the cage as soon as possible? Well, the plan, the plan was actually October. Um, oh, okay. Sounds realistic, but it's hard to say with what with everything that's going on. Sure. Um, really, if I'm honest, if this shit weren't going on, I'd probably want to fight in summer. Yeah. Like, because okay. I want to get my first three out of the way. Right. And my first three pro fights. But this, this fucking virus has just fucked everything up for my career, really, like, early on. 
Sure. Um, I mean, I'm going to be fat too. When this is over, I'm going to be really fat. Like, I might have to go up a weight class, and I'm not even joking. Like, like me not training properly or eating properly for God knows however long this is going to last. Like, I'm, I've got worries that it's going to last for about a year. Okay. But, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I want to transition to a couple of fun questions here for us. All right. <laughs> I've got these things. They're called pod decks. Essentially, it's just random questions on this deck of cards. Oh, God. Pull one out and see what happens here. <laughs> oh, this one says, what's the funniest thing you've seen a kid do? That's really <laughs> random. <Matt. Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe transition to any anybody. What's the funniest thing you've seen anybody do? I've probably done something really funny thinking about it. <laughs> My PT is probably going to kill me for this, but I'll okay. have to say it. I have a PT called Dave. So, anyways, I was teaching him uh, – how to do sprawls okay a bit ago and you know before obviously all this stuff happened the, the coronavirus yeah i did a pt for him uh, recently and i got him doing sprawls now i thought he knew how to sprawl from, from, from earlier pts so i'm getting him doing like a shadow boxing drill shadow boxing and every time i say sprawl i'm not shitting you he jumped in the air and landed on his side <laughs> Like, you know, if someone gets run over, right. like they dive onto the, the car, that's what he right. did every time I shouted sprawl. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. But the funny thing is, I didn't say anything, I just let him do it. Right. I, just, I needed my entertainment for the day. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's awesome. You talked about this a little bit, being in the house, you're probably eating a ton of food. What's the favorite cheat meal for you? Favorite cheat meal for me? Well, because I'm eating that much right now, there's not actually a favourite. It's just eat, eat, eat. But okay. if I had to pick one, uh, it'd definitely be pizza. Pizza's my food. Like, if pizza's you watch um, a fight I had years ago um, against Will Kearns, I think it was my second full contact fight. Um, after I won the fight, I dived on top of the cage and I looked at the camera and I screamed pizza at the top of my lungs. <laughs> That's awesome. so, ever since ever since then uh, people that have followed me uh, amateur career have uh, known me for that guy who loves pizza that's awesome that's awesome <laughs> i'm a music guy so i always have to ask this question but what's a favorite type of music or do you have a favorite band oh, that you like to listen to oh, I'm, I'm i'm just out just anything really yeah okay uh anything anything that sounds good really i'm not really big into rap okay apart from eminem i like eminem yeah yeah but, but apart from that, I'm not really into rap, anything, but, you know, like, 21st century rap, I think, is very shit, in my opinion. Right. My personal opinion. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Absolutely. Apart from that, though, I'm, I'm pretty open to different music. Last question for you. Who wins in a game of Monopoly, you or Megan? I've not actually ever played Monopoly, believe it or not. Oh, okay. <laughs> not seriously. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome is there a board game that you and megan play that you just like smoker on i won't even say a smoker on it but chess i guess oh, okay <laughs> yeah, but we both have our moments we both have our moments playing chess okay that's awesome chris i also want to give you an opportunity just to give a shout out to coaches teammates sponsors anything like that man the camera's all yours okay uh i'd like to thank my head coach gavin boardman um and all the team at manchester predators um uh, in particular my teammates um tom wright sam spencer ben knight um aaron mcdonald uh right uh, sorry i can't name everybody so yeah you, you, you know who you are Obviously, right. my girlfriend, Megan Morris. Uh, I'd like to thank a few sponsors. I'd like to thank these guys. If you can see. Can you get that in? Yeah, it's in. Yep. Sabre. Nice. Um, clothing brand that have sponsored me. Uh, 
cool. for my last fight. They've been absolutely awesome uh, working with me in the lead up. I'd like to thank my sponsor, uh, Active Dental. They sorted out my gum shield for my last nice. fight. So these guys sorted out this gum shield, Active Dental in Cheshire. Sweet. And um, also, I'd like to thank all the people that came to support me in my fight. Everybody who bought a ticket to come watch me. Uh, it means the world to me. Um, we don't make a lot of money as fighters, so anytime someone comes to watch me, it makes a massive difference. Okay? Yeah. A massive difference. Thank you. Thank you to everybody who supports me in general. All my friends and family, I love you all. It's such an honor to be able to talk to you today, Chris. I'm excited to see you back in the cage. Hopefully by the summer, this whole coronavirus thing is gone. But uh, either way, man, looking forward to seeing you get back in there and, and kicking some more ass, man. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you. Guys, thank you so much for hanging around. Really appreciate it. If you'd like to see more videos from Top Rated MMA and the Bearded Biz Show, please click the playlist and also hit subscribe to our channel. Become part of the Top Rated MMA and Bearded Biz community. We would really appreciate your support. Also, please leave a comment below. I will read and respond to all of them. Thank you so much. Have an awesome day.